to another episode of the Cover Zero podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells, and the 2023 NFL season is here. Since the last episode, um, a shit ton has happened. Uh, the league has reset, quite literally. Uh, lots and lots of moves. I won't be able to talk about all of them. I will be talking about the majority of them. Uh, this episode, just me this week, uh, and I decided to tier rank the entire NFL uh, in doing that. I'm basically going to be showing where I think each team slots right now, who I think is legit, who are pretenders, etc., etc. And with talking with each team, I can go over their big free agency moves this offseason. Um, and yeah, I guess let's just get right into it. Uh, we'll start off with the bad... Oh. Also, with the tier rating, I'm going to be starting with the lower tiers, moving my way up top, and it is purely alphabetical order within the tiers. Don't misconstrue the order in which I'm talking them about. Alphabetical order by city first name, not team. So let's get into it, though, and let's start off with the Arizona Cardinals, a team that is devoid of talent right now. Uh... Buda Baker is probably their best player on defense. Hollywood Brown, the best player on offense. That's not good. That is not good at all. Um, it is a team this year. They lost Zach Allen to Denver. They lost Byron Murphy. I mean, first round pick a few years ago to Minnesota. Uh, they retained Will Hernandez. Matt Prater is back. Kelvin Beecham is back. Uh, and they're only... Big addition, really, is Kaiser White coming over from Philly. Um, Good for Justin Gannon, who is their new head coach. It's a complete regime change there. Justin Gannon, uh, old Eagles defensive coordinator, now the head coach. Monty Austinfort, who was with the Titans, now the GM. Yeah, it is start from ground one, go from there. Really not a lot to be said about the Cardinals. Uh, the Kaiser White signing, though, at least. Gannon gets someone familiar with the system, someone who he's worked with already. Kind of looks stupid on the Cardinals' part. I know it's an old regime and Steve Keim is an idiot, but, I mean, they've drafted two linebackers in the first round quite recently. Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins, and now they're paying Kaiser White to be there. So this is why there's a completely new regime in Arizona. Uh, yeah, this is a team that I fully expect to be picking first overall next year. I am hammering whatever their win or hammering the under for their win total, whatever it's set at next season. I don't think Kyler Murray is going to play at all. I don't know why they would try to rush him back, seeing as that, I mean, his knee is just torn up right now. Let him come back. Let him rest. No rush to play him if he even is your starter going forward, but that's a conversation probably for next offseason. Yeah, the Cardinals, you're bad. You are in the bad tier. Next team up, though, uh, it'll be the Houston Texans, the team picking second overall this year. Yeah, another team, not a lot on it. Uh, 
it's a team that's going to be relying on new coach D'Amico Ryans to come in there and immediately make a culture change, especially on that defense. They got some young guys on defense who I do like. They drafted Derek Stingley last year and Jalen Petrie, both young building blocks in that secondary. I like Jonathan Greenard a lot. Um, He's still young. And then, yeah, if we want to talk about people who they brought in this year, they brought in, as I'm slowly trying to bring up the info here, which I should have been doing before, but yeah, so they brought in guys like Robert Woods, who is their number one receiver. Little concerning. Uh, Jimmy Ward, who is big for D'Amico Ryans. He knows that system well. Good signing for them. Uh, guys like Sheldon Rankins, who will play a role on the defensive line. Dalton Schultz in. They got him for cheap at the tight end position. And other than that, nothing big. I mean, this is why they're in the bad tier. Is they make minor fixes to kind of build the culture but they are nowhere near competing this offseason uh they also traded brandon cooks to the cowboys didn't really get a lot back but i'm happy brandon cooks is going to be on a winning team and not the texans anymore uh yeah if this is this is the texans they're not a great team uh they did also trade for Shaq mason they re-signed laramie tunsil to a big contract, making him the highest paid left tackle. I think it's something like three years, 75 million, 50 million guaranteed. Uh, So they're shoring up the offensive line to potentially draft Bryce Young. That's where I'm going right now. I think they're drafting Bryce Young. So at least the offensive line looks pretty set. Damian Pierce running back. Uh, They also signed Devin Singletary. So they got Motor back there also. Yeah, again, it's a young team, complete reset like the Cardinals, build the culture. Uh, We'll talk to you next year because it's going to be another top 10 pick incoming for the Texans, which they should be fine with. Moving on, though, in the same division, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Again, they're in the bad for a reason. Uh, New head coach coming in, Shane Steichen, the Eagles offensive coordinator, he is now there. The Colts seem to love their ex-Philly staffers being their head coach. I mean, that's where Frank Wright came from. Uh, the Colts don't have a quarterback right now. That's like, yeah, they don't have a quarterback. They have Gardner Minshew, which not great. Uh, I like Gardner Minshew, but he is a backup quarterback. I don't think he's a starter. Right now, he's their starter. I don't know what they do at quarterback. They're sitting at four. I was thinking, I'm like, okay, they probably don't want to give up four overall for Lamar. What if they just wait around and then wait till after the draft's done, pick whoever they pick, and then they try to sign him to a massive deal? I think they would have to give up their 24 first and their 25 first. If you have Lamar, you won't be picking top five again. Those firsts should not matter. Again, I don't know if this is a move the Colts would want to do, but if you're Chris Ballard and you have not had a starting quarterback since Andrew Luck, since you took over the team, you've been trying to find his replacement and you never have, you're on the hot seat. You need to make a move. I don't know if drafting Anthony Richardson or Will Levis or maybe Bryce Young is there because someone takes a huge shot on Anthony Richardson early, but... 
The Colts need to do something at quarterback. Chris Ballard needs to figure out a way to save his job. But this is a bad Colts team. And if we're talking about players who have left the Colts uh, this offseason, Bobby Okariki is the big one. It's not It's not Okariki. It's Okarike. Pat McAfee said Okariki. And that's why it messes me up. But he signed a big deal for the Giants. Uh, Paris Campbell also followed him to the Giants. And... Who did they bring in? They brought in Samson Ebukam from the Niners, and that was really their big splash signing other than a kicker. So, yeah, the Colts are bad. Simple simple enough to say. That's not a saying, but we'll just keep it rolling here. The LA Rams. Uh, they went in all in for a Super Bowl. They got it, and now it's full rebuild immediately. They got some guys on their team still. I mean, Matt Stafford is a quarterback. I can safely say that Matt Stafford is a quarterback. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, he's going to start for them. I don't know how his elbow is doing. Cooper Cup is still great, obviously. Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald. But let me let me read to you the other names on this Rams defense right now. Starting at left defensive end, we have Jonah Williams. At nose tackle, we have Bobby Brown III. Right defensive end, of course, future Hall of Famer, Aaron Donald. Uh, Will linebacker, Daniel Hardy. Left inside linebacker, Ernest Jones. I actually know that name. Uh, Right inside linebacker, Christian Roseboom. Uh, Sam linebacker, Michael Haught. I don't know how to say that last name. Uh, Left cornerback, Robert Rochelle. Strong safety, Jordan Fuller. Uh, free safety, Rust Yeast. And right cornerback, Kobe Durant. I know two of those names. I know Ernest Jones. I know Aaron Donald. Everyone else, I have never heard of you before. This is the Rams defense as of March 21st, 2023. They are going to be bad. They are going to be very, 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 very bad. Uh, and again, I don't know how healthy Matt Stafford is. This is a team that, I mean, like the Cardinals could be easily pushing for that number one overall slot. And I mean, draft a new quarterback because Matt Stafford is not the long-term guy clearly, but yeah, the Rams don't have a lot to really be happy with. I mean, they sold everything. They sold all the assets. They got a Super Bowl. They got what matters. Now they're back to square one. I would happily take that as a Dolphins fan. Um... But yeah, that's the four bad teams that I have down. Teams that don't have a shot of doing anything. Uh, The Cardinals, the Texans, the Colts, and the Rams. The bad teams. Next tier up, though, we have the teams that aren't trying tier. Uh, These are teams that are just kind of humming and hawing. They're waiting around for next year's quarterback class, it seems. Not trying to make any big splashy moves, but... Still doing enough to some of them to stay competitive and others are just, yeah, they are going for that quarterback next year and that is completely fine. But, and we'll start off with the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons, a team that surprised many last season, uh, not me, but yeah, this is just a team that clearly does not care about this upcoming season. It's all about that 2024 class Uh, because right now they're... QB camp battle is Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke. 
I don't know if either of those guys is an upgrade over Marcus Mariota last year, and Marcus Mariota was bad last year. And I mean, this is a fun Falcons offense, and we've talked about it. Like, the offensive line is great. They brought back Caleb McGarry. I guess I'll just go into other guys that they retain, though. Uh, or that they brought in. Uh, Caleb McGarry is back at right tackle for them. Again, I said they brought in Taylor Heineke. Uh, they're big signings for them. Jesse Bates, free safety. Uh, one of the biggest deals for a safety. And David Onyemata shoring up that defensive line. Uh, the Colts or the Falcons have pieces and the Falcons are a building team, but they clearly aren't trying when your QB battle will be Taylor Heineke and Desmond Ritter. It is not good as for guys that they've lost though. Really Marcus Mariota is the only notable name. Uh, yeah. I guess we'll just keep going and we will move on to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, again, this is a team that looked to go all in last year with that Devontae Adams trade. They wanted Derek Carr to have his college teammate and that season completely flopped. Uh, the defense was bad. Derek Carr was awful. And here they are, another team that's just kind of punting on the season. And now the difference is with these teams, though, is that, or between like the Falcons and the Raiders, I think the Raiders are still going to be like a middle of the pack team where I could see the Falcons easily picking in the top 10 again. But this Raiders team clearly doesn't have a direction uh, right now. For guys they've lost this offseason, they lost Derek Carr, of course. Jared Stidham, their backup, is now going to Denver because he wants playing time. And he's not going to get it in Oakland. Uh, they really didn't lose anyone big. And in terms of signings, they brought in Jimmy G, obviously. Very linear move at quarterback. Um, Derek Carr does give them a little more deep ball opportunities, but Jimmy is Jimmy. He's will do exactly what you ask and nothing more. Um, and their other big splash move was Jacoby Myers, who I really like a lot. I think him and Adams is a very good duo. I am surprised they let go of Mac Hollins because I thought that trio would have been very nice. Uh, Mac Hollins now on the Falcons, but I don't know. This is just a Raiders team that doesn't show me that they're trying to win now. Do they have a good team? Sure, but... This is a team that's looking for their QB of the future, whether that be maybe a Will Levis at pick number seven or they'll wait till next year, trade up. Uh, and yeah, the other Raiders news is they traded Darren Waller away. They traded Darren Waller away for a third. That third was the pick the Giants got from the Chiefs for Kadarius Toney. So I think that worked out pretty full circle moment. Uh, yeah. Josh McDaniels doesn't want Darren Waller on his team. It's a Pats thing. Let's see how they'll do. Not a lot of faith in Josh McDaniels, but we'll see how the Raiders will look. Uh, another NFC South team in this category. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I mean, like the Falcons, when your QB camp battle is Baker Mayfield versus Kyle Trask. Not a lot of hope. Not a lot of hope. 
Um, this is still a good Bucks roster overall. Uh, they still have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Tristan Wirfs is there, but again, Baker Mayfield versus Kyle Trask. I'm assuming Baker Mayfield is going to win that job. He better. The defense is still okay. Um, they re-signed Jamel Dean. That was their big free agent this offseason. They brought in Levant or they brought back Levante David too. Uh, in terms of guys that they signed, Anthony Nelson at outside linebacker. Just the team not really doing much because they don't have a direction right now. I honestly think at the end of this season, uh, they will clean house. Who's the coach? The old Jets head coach, Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles will be fired. Jason Light will be fired. Uh, Full restart, because this is just no direction for these teams. Honestly, I could have put the tier no direction. Um, Yeah, we'll keep going. I just, I can't move past Baker Mayfield versus Kyle Trask. Uh, Terrible. Uh, Next team up, though, the Tennessee Titans team that was trying to keep that championship window open um it closed as soon as they traded aj brown to the eagles and now we're here they lost in free agency they lost guard nate davis they lost david long who is now a miami dolphin thank you very much um and yeah they lost robert woods and in terms of signing people They got Andre Dillard to man one of the tackle spots. Arden Key comes over from Jacksonville. Uh, They got Daniel Brunskill, the tackle from the Niners, to come over. And Sean Murphy Bunting to be a third corner. And Aziz Alshire will be replacing David Long. I like what the Titans have done. They have made some moves, some low-risk moves. I like Andre Dillard a lot. Uh, Very... High floor player, low ceiling, but I think that he'll be good. He didn't really get a chance to really start much. Uh, Former first-round pick in Philly. uh, I mean, with Lane Johnson at right tackle, they drafted him to play left tackle. He got hurt, and then massive rugby player Jordan Maialata, who's I think like 6'7 or 6'8, just massive. He took over that spot, and it's been riding the bench for Dillard ever since. So he'll come. Arden Key, another former first-round pick who... For the Raiders, and then maybe he wasn't a first-round pick, but he was with the Raiders, and then he went to the Niners. The Niners fix every former first-round pick defensive line who busts. He went to Jacksonville, had a nice season. He's now in Tennessee. Sean Murphy Bunting will be a third corner for them. Aziz Shair, he will be the linebacker for them. He was the third linebacker behind Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. He looked really nice, though, when injuries happened to that linebacking core last year. Again, I'm talking a lot about the Titans for a team that's, yeah, not really doing doing much this season. They're going to be shopping Derrick Henry, I imagine. Or they have been shopping Derrick Henry, I should say. I don't know if anyone's going to trade a day two pick for him. I personally wouldn't. Uh, I like Derrick Henry a lot. I still think he's incredible, but just not really worth it at this point. And, yeah, it's... You got Ryan Tannehill as your quarterback... The weapons aren't great. They're just kind of running it back again, seeing what'll happen. 
Uh, but they fully want in on this QB class next year, who I keep alluding to, and I haven't really mentioned any names, but Caleb Williams, Drake May, Quinn Ewers, those are the three right now who I think have a chance to be first-round picks next year. Caleb Williams and Williams and Drake May definitely will. Quinn Ewers is in a camp battle with uh, the new Manning, so we'll see how that goes for him. I still believe in him a ton. And last team up for the... Not really trying this season. The Washington Commanders. Again, another team where I really like this Washington roster. I think if they would have made made a made a chance. Gone out of whatever. If they would have gone after Lamar, they still can. They still might. I don't know. That offense is good. The offensive line is solid. Uh the running back tandem of Gibson and Bijan Robinson. Solid. Uh, Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, good. They just don't have a quarterback. Their quarterback battle is Jacoby Brissett versus Sam Howell. Woo. Um, In terms of signings or guys that they lost, they lost Cole Holcomb, uh, Taylor Heineke, Wes Schweitzer, and those are kind of the important ones. For guys that they've signed uh, this offseason, I mentioned Jacoby Brissett. Uh, they got guard Nick Gates over from the Giants. Andrew Wiley, the Chiefs' old right tackle, is also there. Uh, yeah, just some low-key moves. Good replacements for the guys that they lost. But, again, Jacoby Brissett versus Sam Howell should not move anyone. Does not move them for a division they want a new quarterback next year. Simple as that. Okay, next tier up, we have the I don't know what they're doing tier. Uh pretty self-explanatory. Being, I don't know what these teams are trying to do, but we'll start off with the New Orleans Saints, uh a team that gave Derek Carr a bag for some reason, a team that keeps kicking the can down the road on guaranteed money. I just don't get it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. The New Orleans Saints. Uh, for guys that they lost this offseason, David Onyemato, we talked about him. He went to the Falcons. Caden uh, Ellis also went to the Falcons. Didn't talk about him. Shy Tuttle is a Panther. Marcus Davenport is now in Minnesota. I have named three defensive line players for them. Uh, Andy Dalton also gone. After that, not really much. For guys that they brought in. Derek Carr, Nathan Shepard, Colin Saunders. So they replaced some guys. They also brought in one of the funnest players in the league, Jamal Williams. But yeah, I do not get what they're trying to do. They're still trying to win. They should have given up years ago after Drew Brees left and tried to restart then. They did not. And here we are. So... I don't know. It's a team that'll be okay. It's the NFC. It's bad. Again, they still do have... I mean, Alvin Kamara will be suspended for however many games. I really do like Chris Olave. Michael Thomas is apparently back for one year. We'll see what he can do, if anything. The defense still has some nice pieces, but a lot of them are older now. I don't know how well they'll they'll hold up. So, I don't know, Saints. It's just every year it's... You keep gearing up for one more run, and it's just, what's the point? Like, restart. Just restart. Just give up. Trade assets. 
recoup money. I mean, you can't even trade people now because they have so much guaranteed money coming their way. Oh, it's just um, This is just another team where I think Dennis Allen getting fired next year. Uh, I don't even know their GM's name, but I know he's been there for a long time. He might not get the boot, but maybe he should. I don't know how much of this is the Saints' ownership being like, no, keep going, no, keep going, and they shouldn't. They should just stop. Um, Next team that we'll talk about in the I don't know what they're doing category is the Minnesota Vikings. So the Vikings, uh, a team that was what? What were they last year? 12 and 5 somehow? 13 and 4? One of the best teams in the league on paper and they were not that good. They were just complete frauds uh, for guys that they're losing this year. Dalvin Tomlinson, gone. Adam Thielen, gone. Patrick Peterson, gone. Eric Hendricks, gone. They want to trade Dalvin Cook. They got rid of a lot of guys. They brought in Brian Flores as their new defensive coordinator. Uh, so for guys that they've brought in on offense, or just in general, not on offense, just for the roster, Byron Murphy, we talked about him leaving the Cardinals. He is... Now one of their corners, uh, they re-signed Garrett Bradbury. Marcus Davenport is a Viking. Dean Lowry coming over from the Packers. He's there. Uh, they also re-signed Alexander Madison because they do want to get rid of Dalvin Cook. And they gave Josh Oliver a bag. Josh Oliver, three-year, $21 million contract. I think it's only a one-year with dead money. Basically, yeah, either way. For what Mike Gusecki and what Dalton Schultz got, Josh Josh Oliver should not be seeing that type of money. So good for him for getting that. Uh, but yes, this is a Vikings team where I don't know what they're doing. Got rid of a lot of good veteran defensive players. I don't blame them. They're old. They're not as good as they used to be. Again, all about building a new culture when you get a new staff. Uh Eric O'Connell. Is it Eric O'Connell? I know it's O'Connell. Pat O'Connell? O'Connell, the Vikings head coach, and now Brian Flores trying to remake this defense on the fly. I don't think it'll work. Do they have guys? Yes. Should the defense have been better last year? Yes. But this is an offense, though, where, I mean, it's Kirk Cousins last year. They'll move on from him. This seems like a team that could start selling assets to try to gear up for a 2024 good draft class. Uh, We'll see, though. This is just a team I don't kind of... They're in that middle ground where it doesn't seem like they're trying to contend and push with Kirk Cousins, which you shouldn't because you're not going to win a Super Bowl with him. Uh, Yeah, I just don't know what they're doing. So simple as to say. Moving on to the next tier, we have the Boomer Bust tier. This is really a tier where teams, they might have a roster. It might just all depend on the QB play. A lot of factors go into this one, but uh, we'll start off with a team that you probably thought I would have mentioned a while ago, but it's the team with the number one overall pick, the Chicago Bears. Uh, Truly Boomer Bust. To me, the Bears can be like the uh, the Jags of last year, a team that picked first overall, went on a run, uh, made the playoffs. And I mean, it is a very bad NFC. So if Justin Fields does take off, 
Tell me why he, or t- tell me why the Bears couldn't make the playoffs in the NFC. Uh, Matt Eberflus, uh, so b- yeah, the Bears went hard in free agency, especially on defense. Uh, they have, let me, there we go. Oh, no, other side. Uh, they signed Tremaine Edmonds, uh, Nate Davis, new guard. I mean, fuck, they need offensive line help. Uh, Demarcus Walker, TJ Edwards, PJ Walker to be back up, which I like that a lot. And then pair of running backs, Travis Homer, Deonta Foreman. I really like the combo of what uh, Deonta Foreman and Khalil Herbert will bring. And to round it all off, Robert Tunyon Jr. to be the backup tight end with Cole Komet. It's nice. I especially like the Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards linebacker signings. Uh, For people being like, why are they paying two big linebackers? Or why didn't they pay Roquan? I think with both of those deals, I saw something. Again, should probably look this up. But uh, what Edmonds and Edwards are making this season is what Roquan is making. So you got two linebackers for the price of one. Uh, this is Matt Eberflus, who came from the Colts, who ran with Bobby Okereke and Shaq Leonard, one of the better defenses. He has his linebackers. I'm going to say it, but I want to bet Tremaine Edmonds as a sleeper, dark horse, DP, DPOI candidate. I do think he has that potential in him. Uh It'll be his offense. I'm excited to see what the Bears can do. And I mean, on offense, they made that trade. They have now They now have DJ Moore. They still have ninth overall to maybe pick up another weapon, offensive lineman, another defensive player. This is a team that can make some moves. I'm excited. I'm excited of what an offense, Justin Fields, DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, Khalil Herbert, Deontay Foreman, Not a bad offense. Not a bad offense at all. That's why the Bears are the first team in my boomer bust here. Next team, though, the Cleveland Browns. They gave the Predator all of that money, and he did not look good last year at all. The offense was better under Jacoby Brissett. That might have been because they were running the ball a lot more, and as soon as Watson came back, it all of a sudden became a completely different offense. Was not good. Um... The Browns need Watson to be a top five quarterback, top 10 quarterback to be good to make the playoffs. They still, again, I like the offense a lot. You got Nick Chubb, you got a good offensive line, Amari Cooper, David Njoku. Not the most solid. I mean, like, it's good. It's good. Uh, I can't really say much other than that. Uh, And the defense. The defense will be better. Um... Jim Schwartz is a good hire. They're their new defensive coordinator. Uh, they added guys like... Nope, that's the guys that lost him. There we go. Dalvin Tomlinson, who we just talked, leaving Minnesota. Big run stuffer up the middle. He's now in Cleveland. Juan, Juan Thornhill, who was in Kansas City, he's now in Cleveland. Ogbonia Okoronkwo, uh, coming over from Houston. They added some big boys on the defensive line. They needed to stop the run. It looks like they're doing that. Again, this Browns defense, they got guys like Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett, uh, Jeremiah Owosu-Koromoa. I said Denzel Ward already. Who's the guy that they drafted recently? Oh, my God. He went to Northwestern. 
oh, what's his name? That's going to bug me now. But either way, Greg Newsom. There we go. So they have guys on defense. They just needed to play better last season, and Joe Woods was awful. So, yeah, this is a Browns team who on paper should be good. It just all depends on if Watson gets back to his pre-massage allegation form, I guess. Uh, I hope he doesn't. I hope the Browns rot for another 50 years for giving him that contract. Uh, They deserve it, but the Browns, very boomer bust. Next team up, though, we have the Denver Broncos. And I know what you're saying. What are you talking about? Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson? Are you fucking kidding me? We, we saw what he did last year when he tried to cook. Um, yeah. Russell Wilson might be limited to cooking Lunchables and Hungry Man meals, but under Sean Payton, those are five-star meals. Um... I see Sean Payton coming in here, make, doing make yeah, making some of the signings that he has. He brought in Mike McGlinchey at right tackle, Ben Powers to be guard. Those are big maulers who will, or those are guys who you love to run the ball behind. I mean, Cameron said it last week. Mike McGlinchey is one of the best run blockers in football. I think the Broncos want to run the ball. Javante Williams coming back healthy, hopefully. Uh do what Russ did in Seattle. Let him cook the littlest amount, but he does it very well. That's what the Broncos need. Again, Russ could be so far gone, I have no idea at this point. I have faith in Sean Payton. Uh, and this is a good defense. This is a good defense that might have lost Bradley Chubb. Uh, they also lost Draymond Jones. And yeah, no one else would really know, but... They bring in Zach Allen to replace Draymond Jones and Alex Singleton stayed. And they bring in Jarrett Stidham to come in, give some backup for Russ if he needs it. But yeah, this defense is still very good. Uh, Vance Joseph will be the defense coordinator. He is a good defensive coordinator. It's a good team on paper. Can Russ cook? Probably not, but... Again, this is why they're in the boomer bust tier because boomer bust, quite literally. Uh, next team up, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, yeah, if you want to talk about boomer bust, bye-bye Aaron Rodgers. Here comes Jordan Love. Can the Packers for the third time in a row go from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer? That's what we'll find out. It seems like time is a flat circle right now. Brett Favre went to the Jets. Rodgers starts. Rodgers is a Hall of Famer. Now Rodgers is going to the Jets. Here comes first round pick. Jordan Love. And I like where he's at. I don't know if I buy the rumors of Jordan Love as a starter in this league. Because it's all coming from Packers camps. And of course that's the narrative that they're pushing. Um... For guys that they lost this offseason, they lost Alan Lazard, who followed Rodgers to New York, potentially, because that move still hasn't happened. We'll talk about that in a bit, but Alan Lazard, Jaron Reed, uh, going to Seattle, uh, other than that, and then, yeah, they lost Robert Tunyon. For guys that they brought in, no one of note. Uh, this is a good Packers team. They didn't lose anyone. They didn't gain anyone. 
Uh, it's all, yeah, it's all going to hinge on whether Jordan Love is an NFL starter, and we will see. I do like this Packers offense, so if Justin, or if Jordan Love is a starter in this league, the Packers should make a push for the playoffs. I don't know why they wouldn't, especially in the NFC. It's a good Packers team. Let's see what Jordan Love can do. Uh, and the final team in the boomer bust category, we got the New York Giants. Um, the Giants, after promising to get Daniel Jones, a wide receiver one, uh, it looks like they settled on Darren Waller, who I like Darren Waller a lot. Darren Waller had some very good seasons a few years ago. He's been hurt the last two, but... He is much better than anything that Daniel Jones has ever had before. So I guess we shall see how he looks, because other than that, they brought back Darius Slayton. They brought in Paris Campbell. Uh, who else did they bring in? Uh, Bobby Okereke, that was their big move on defense. I like that a lot. Uh, Rakeem Nunez-Roches to play on that defensive line. Paris Campbell, Yeah. Again, a team that made very minor moves. They did make the playoffs last year. Uh, I like their defense a lot. I think Bobby Okereke to be their middle linebacker is a very nice move. Uh, but yeah, it's again, boomer bust. It all depends on will Daniel Jones take that next leap. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, OBJ are still guys who are out there. I don't know what their market is for the Giants. Um they can still draft someone potentially. So they can still get another target for Daniel Jones. But if this is it, it seems like a lot. Um, or doesn't seem like a lot, but seems like it's enough maybe to see if he can take that next step. I'm not very hopeful. I think he would need to take a major step to really bring this roster to the playoffs. Boomer bust. He's Walmart Josh Allen. He has some sort of potential somewhere deep down in him. But yeah, boomer bust, the New York Giants. Okay, next tier up, we have the floor is the ceiling tier. What I mean by this is teams have a floor of how many wins that they get. Teams have a ceiling. These three teams, it's basically the same thing. Uh, I could also rename this one the coaching matters because... Year after year, these three coaches have proven that doesn't matter who's on their team, they can they can get wins. Uh, and we'll start off with the New England Patriots. Basically have been running back the same team year after year since Brady has left. That has got them to the playoffs once. It's brought them close a couple other times. But it's the same thing year after year. Uh, for guys that have left New England this offseason, Jacoby Myers and their punter Jake Bailey, and also Damian Harris, who is was their backup running back at one point. He's good though, but didn't really lose anyone. And in terms of who they acquired, Juju Smith-Schuster, Mike Gusecki, James Robinson, uh, Riley Reef. None of these names should move the needle for anyone. Uh, do I think this roster is an improvement over last year's? Yes. Um, 
do I think Juju Smith-Schuster is a much different receiver from Jacoby Myers? No. Uh, did they trade Jonu Smith away to sign another big athletic tight end who can't block? Yes. Can't really run routes? Sure. Can't gain yards? I love Mike Gusecki, but it's just weird. So I have faith. No, I don't have faith. Uh, the offense will be okay. The offense will be doing what it does. It'll run the ball really well. The passing game will probably be marginally better than last season. Um, the defense, though. The defense did lose Devin McCourty, who, I mean, their longtime defensive veteran, the captain of that defense. I don't care what Chu says. That is a big hit. I don't care that the trio of Duggar, Adrian Phillips, and Jabril Peppers... Like, again, that's just that shouldn't scare people. I like... Again, I'm talking too much shit about the Patriots. The Patriots are a good team. They will be competitive all year. Should they scare you going into the playoffs? Absolutely not, because... They shouldn't. Their defense is good enough to stop bad teams. It's not good enough to stop elite teams. Uh, the offense can't keep up with elite teams. It's just year after year, it's the same thing. Again, could the Patriots make the playoffs? Sure. There is a world out there where they do that. It is a very tough AFC. The Patriots are going to be one of those good teams. They also are in the mix for DeAndre Hopkins, maybe OBJ. If that comes, then it's kind of, what does Mac Jones do for them? Does he make a leap? I don't know. Um, yeah. Same thing with the Patriots. Year after year, Bill Belichick, one of the greatest coaches, they basically need below average QB play to almost make the playoffs. That is insane. So, yeah. New England, the floor is the ceiling. We'll keep moving on, though. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, Mike Tomlin. This was the first year that he didn't have a team above 500. Am I remembering that right? I think I'm remembering that right. Standing, sorry, bad. No, he was above 500. So yeah, he still has not been below 500 in his coaching career. Absolutely insane. Um, For guys that they've brought in this year... Uh, Isaac Suomalo, who came over from Philly, he is starting at guard for them. Cole Holcomb will be their new inside linebacker. Pat Pete to give that corner room some veteran presence. And Nate Herbig uh, will likely start at guard for them. Uh, for players who they lost, Cam Sutton. Cam Sutton is the big one. He went over to the Lions. They replaced him with Pat Pete. Kind of a lateral move. I mean, Pat Pete is much, much older. Um... Yeah, this Steelers team, though, is... They're good every year. They're a hard team to play against. I mean, the defense with Minka Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt, Cam Hayward. I mean, Alex Highsmith had a hell of a year last year. Uh, they'll always play hard, and the offensive line got improved. Najee Harris, I still believe in. Pickens, Deontay Johnson... Uh, Pat Fryermuth, it really all comes down to Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett needs to show me something to believe in this team. 
If he takes a big jump, yeah, the Steelers could definitely be a playoff team. Uh, right now, as it is, again, the floor is the ceiling for them. They will be a competitive team till the end. Competitive in the playoffs? No. Competitive in the regular season? Sure. Uh, last team up in the floor is the ceiling tier. We got the Seattle Seahawks. Um, The Seahawks low-key have one of the best rosters on paper. I mean... That offensive line looks very good with their young or tackle tandem. Lockett, Metcalf, Kenneth Walker. Um, on defense, you got Tariq Woolen, uh, Quandre Diggs, Jamal Adams is coming back. I know I'm forgetting people, but... And, and the Seahawks have five overall and their own first round pick. So they can make moves. It's a very good roster, but... Again, it's all about quarterback. Geno Smith is the quarterback. Geno Smith was fantastic last year. He got a bag this offseason. He deserves every cent of that. But it is, they don't do much. It's just, it's one of those, they will be a good team. I mean, I just said it for the Steelers. I just said it for the Patriots. They will be a good team. They will be competitive in the season. Playoffs, you don't really have to worry about them. They will not compete with the elite, more elite teams in the NFL. Uh, for players that Seattle has lost this offseason, uh, Travis Homer, Cody Barden, Rashad Penny. So really nothing. For guys that they brought in, they brought in Julian Love to be kind of a third safety for them. Jaron Reed back in Seattle and... That's it. A team that really didn't make a lot of big moves. They didn't really need to. Um, it all comes down to the draft for them. They're in a position where if Anthony Richardson is there at five, he can sit behind Geno Smith for one or two years. Great situation to learn. Um, if they don't take Anthony Richardson, they might get Jalen Carter or Tyree Wilson. Uh, really change that defensive line on top with an already good secondary plus the pick that they have. Um, but yeah, Seattle is lined up to be good for many years to come. It's just Geno Smith is the quarterback, and you only go as far as your quarterbacks. So yeah, the floor is the ceiling for those three teams. Okay, next tier up. Uh, just one team in this tier, because I don't know where to put them yet. Um, it's the Ravens. The Ravens are in their own tier right now. If they get Lamar... They get bumped up to the next year. If they lose Lamar, I would arguably put them in the bad. I'd probably just put them in the not trying category because they're clearly not trying if you don't re-sign Lamar. Plus, that defense is really good. So, But yeah, Ravens have a lot of shit to figure out uh, for guys that they have lost this offseason. Uh, ben Powers, Denver, Josh Oliver, now in Minnesota. Didn't really have many free agents uh, for guys who they brought in. No one? Really? Yeah, they didn't. They, they literally haven't brought in anybody. Um, so, yeah, and a lot of that hinges on what Lamar is doing. So... Ravens are just kind of in no man's land right now. So they got their own category. We will move on to the next category, though. 
Also, the Ravens will be in the category after this one if they sign Lamar because this is the big cats category. Um, the only reason why it's tiered or why the tier name is big cats is because all of these teams are big cats. We got the Panthers, the Lions, and the Jaguars. But we will start off with Carolina, who traded up for number one overall. I assume they will pick C.J. Stroud. Doesn't matter. They're picking a new quarterback. Um, and that quarterback will join a great staff, one of the best young defenses in football. I mean, Brian Burns, J.C. Horn, Jeremy Chin, uh Freddie Louvu, Frankie Louvu, Louvu, uh, like th- they got guys. Uh, who's their who's their big fucker in the middle? Derek Brown. I like Derek Brown a lot too. Uh, so yeah, a very good defense. I think this Panthers defense has a chance to be top five if everything ste- steps up. Uh, the Giro Viro hire on for defensive coordinator. He will make that Panthers unit into one of the better defenses in football. They need to, but yeah, it all depends on if they hit a hit on the QB at one. That is, that's the question mark for them. Uh, Not too sold on the skill positions around him. Uh, They did bring in Miles Sanders. Who did they bring in? There we go. Yeah, they brought in Adam Thielen, Miles Sanders, uh, Von Bell will also be starting for them at safety, Hayden Hurst to play tight end, Shy Tuttle, uh, Andy Dalton will be the backup for guys that they lost. Sam Darnold, PJ Walker, Deonta Foreman, nothing much. Um, yeah, I think that the Panthers could add another wide receiver. I mean, going into the season with Adam Thielen as your wide receiver one is a little scary, but this will be a defensive team. I'm excited what they'll do. Uh, we'll move on to the next team, though. We got the Lions. Uh, the Lions almost made the playoffs last year. They needed a couple things to bounce their way. It did not happen. Uh, but this is a team that revamped the defense in the offseason, bringing in guys like Cam Sutton. Uh, they brought in, where is his name? Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Uh, David Montgomery will replace Jamal Williams. They did good. Uh, they also brought in Emmanuel Mosley, who will play slot corner for them. They added three starters to their secondary. That is huge. The offense is already loaded, ready to go. We all know the offensive line is elite. DeAndre Swift, David Montgomery, that sounds like a great tandem to me. Amon Ross, St. Brown, they'll have a full offseason with Jamison Williams, and that's a scary tandem just to think of. So this is a good team. This is a team that I'm not sold on with the other teams that we're talking about, but they will be very good and a team that also picks at six overall and whenever their other pick is, but they can also land Jalen Carter to go alongside Aiden Hutchinson. That would be terrifying. Uh, Tyree Wilson, maybe to play opposite of him. They could still pick a corner, go that route though. I don't know if they will though, because Cam Sutton, Emmanuel Mosley, Jeff Okuda, that sounds like a pretty solid trio to have. Uh, it's just a good it's it's a good Lions team. This is a good team. Uh 
easy enough to say. I think that the Lions should make the playoffs. I honestly think that they're going to win the NFC North, which don't remember the last time the Lions have done that. It's probably been a long-ass time. I'm sure they did in the Matt Stafford days. Maybe not, though, because that would have been right against Rodgers in his heyday. And, I mean, the Bears with Jay Cutler, who that's not really saying much, but... Either way, let's move on to the last big cat team. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Did I talk about people who left Detroit? No one really left Detroit that matters. So, yeah, we will keep going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So a team that, yeah, went from first to the playoffs last season. Um, Haven't made a lot of moves so far in free agency. Uh, Yeah, literally they've made no moves in free agency. If we're being honest, the only thing that's happened to them is they've lost their right tackle, Jawan Taylor, who is now with the Chiefs. Uh, Yeah. Oh, they also lost Arden Key. Jawan Taylor, Arden Key, those are their two losses that really matter. Um, But yeah, so this Jags team, I like the offense a lot. They did lose Jawan Taylor. Walker Little will be their new right tackle. Uh, He was drafted a couple years ago. High pedigree and then injuries derailed his kind of draft stock. But Walker Little will start at right tackle. And I mean that offense, Trevor Lawrence... Now reinstated Calvin Ridley will be their wide receiver one. They got Christian Kirk. Zay Jones is still there. Travis Etienne. Evan Ingram is on the franchise tag. Uh, The offense will be good. The defense, I have my concerns. Um, Really not a lot of... They just need a lot of young guys to take that jump. I don't know if they will. That's kind of what they're hoping on right now because... Right now, I do not have a lot of faith in the Jacksonville defense. I think that this offense will carry them, though. So, yeah. The Jags round off the Big Cats tier, and I think all of these teams are pretty close to... Each of them are close to each other in their own respects. So, from here on out, the teams I will be talking about are contenders, teams that have a legit shot to win the Super Bowl. Um... And this tier I've got labeled, I've got concerns. These are teams that, yeah, I've got concerns about them. As simple as that. Uh, Let's start off with the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys, I almost moved up to the next tier, but didn't really want to. And I mean, I love this Cowboys team. They traded for Stephon Gilmore. They traded for... Brandon Cooks. I mean, the offensive line is killer still. Uh, They cut Zeke finally, freed up money, given the reins to Tony Pollard. Uh, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Brandon Cooks. That's a hell of a trio. And then on defense, you got Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, Leighton Vander Esch is back. Gilmore, I just said. uh, Trayvon Diggs. It's a really good defense. It's a defense that was already good last year. was very good last year. Arguably got better. The offense, you can say, improved too. Uh, my one concern with the Cowboys is the 
big stupid man in charge of the football plays, and that is Mike McCarthy. That is the only reason I did not move this team up into the next tier, was because Mike McCarthy is a big dumb bozo. I do not trust this man at all to run this team. I don't think he knows what he's doing. He claims that he does. A lot of people think he knows what he's doing, but Jerry Jones is also in charge of making sure that Mike McCarthy is in charge of, or if he's holding down the fort. Don't have faith in either of those guys. Although I do like this Dallas team with those two guys running the ship. Not a lot of confidence. Not a lot of confidence at all. Uh, Dak Prescott at quarterback. It's a He's good. He's fine. But And this is a roster that's around him that even with Dak Prescott should be contending for a Super Bowl. Um, but I guess we'll see. I guess I should talk about guys that they lost. Uh, for guys that they lost, Connor McGovern uh, is now in Buffalo. Dalton Schultz, Houston. Uh, other than that, doesn't really matter for guys that they signed. No one. They basically kept all of their guys. No new prospects in for them. That's fine. The Cowboys had a good roster. I just don't trust Mike McCarthy at all. That is my big question mark for them. Coaching. And talking about coaching, um, the Chargers. Chargers, another team. I like their roster a lot, especially on offense. They have a good offensive line. Uh, I mean, they can shit on Austin Eckler. He's a fine running back. Uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Keenan Allen might be getting a little bit older. It is what it is. Gerald Everett, solid tight end. They brought back Donald Parham, too. Uh, And then you got glory boy Justin Herbert. Uh, leading the charge. It's fine. I like Justin Herbert, but I won't suck him off like other people do. Um, Yeah, the defense, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, that's nice. Uh, They brought in Eric Kendricks to be that middle linebacker for them. I like that move. Um, That was really the only move that they made other than re-signing and bringing back some people for guys that they lost... Drew Tranquil, Storm Norton. I'm sure that they're fine to see Storm Norton leave, though. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, this is a Chargers team. They're running it back last year. I have no idea what's up with J.C. Jackson, and that's kind of where my hole is on this team because I don't think you can go into the season with Asante Samuel and Michael Davis and be confident in those two corners holding up for an entire season. I don't know. Maybe they could, uh, but that's not the concern with this team. That is a concern with this team. My concern with this team is Brandon Staley and now new offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore. Um, Brandon Staley is coaching for his job this season. I think it's as simple as that. Um, I don't think he's very good. I think he has proven that. I think his track record has proven that. And now they bring in Kellen Moore, who parted ways with the Cowboys for, I mean... I wouldn't want to work under Mike McCarthy either, but Kellen Moore is very hit or miss for me. I think that those Cowboys offenses have looked great. They also have really, really, really great offenses. Just like the offensive lines, the receivers, the the running backs, it was all there for them and it worked. But again, when it mattered, the coaching decisions were not made and... 
this just seems like it's all leading to another Chargers failure. Hopefully they finally clean house, get Staley out of there, get a whole new coaching staff, fire Tom Telesco finally. He should have probably been fired like three regimes ago, but he's still hanging on. Um, yeah, I think this season isn't going to end well for the Chargers and people will get fired, but I can also re- very well see the Chargers gearing up for a Super Bowl run and they do have that good of a team. So, but yeah, coaching is big in this league and if I don't trust your coach, what else? I don't know. It's coaching is huge. Brandon Staley has proven to be a moron, so is Mike McCarthy. Uh this next team though is not the head coach that I have a concern about, but it is the New York Jets. So, I should probably put an asterisk on having the Jets here, because right now they don't have a quarterback. Uh, Zach Wilson is technically still their QB1, because Aaron Rodgers, that trade has not been announced, been official yet, so I guess we'll see. The Packers are trying to play a leverage game, which, I don't know, I feel like the Packers should just wait it out, and it's like, fuck it, if Rodgers is back here, we're going to bench him, we're just going to go with Jordan Love anyways, because fuck Aaron Rodgers at this point. Oh, don't worry, I'll make a quick decision. I won't, you know, and now it's... Here we are. He's he's still... We know he's going to the Jets, apparently. But either way, uh, let's say Aaron Rodgers is the QB of the Jets. I think it's a lateral move roster-wise. I think that both the Packers and the Jets have very similar things. Um, I think that the Jets wide receivers, especially Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson is the big draw. I think with Rodgers, he can easily, I don't know, have a 1,300-yard season, 1,500-yard season. I do think he is that special. Um, I don't have a lot of faith in Nathaniel Hackett as the offensive play caller. Um, With Hackett as a play caller, he has done that Six times in his career, none of them were with Green Bay, with Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, in 2013 for Buffalo, number 25 offense. 2014 Buffalo, number 27 offense. Jacksonville 2016, 24 offense. Jacksonville 2017, number 12 offense. Jacksonville 2018, 29th offense. And last year's Denver team, 31st offense. Not a great track record, um... Looks like Rodgers will be able to run whatever offense he wants to run, and that's not always the best thing. I mean, that clearly didn't work out for the Broncos last year, letting Russ call the shots. I mean, they're very different quarterbacks. Rodgers does a lot more than Russ does, but you should not have a power struggle when it comes between players and coaching staffs. I think Rodgers has already kind of caused a bit of a... Ruffle. I mean, this is actually just me speaking where I think that some defensive players are going to be a little pissed off with Rodgers' attitude. The offensive guys are going to love him because he's Aaron fucking Rodgers, but yeah, I I got my questions. I, I got my questions. I think this is going to be a good team. They're going to have a very good defense. I think Robert Sala is a very good coach. Joe Douglas has proved to be an adequate GM so far. I think he is borderline on the hot seat because if this move doesn't happen, if the Packers are just like, okay, fuck you, you don't want to pay what we want, then have fun with 
Zach Wilson, the quarterback, because right now there's like no vet QBs available that are any good. Cam Newton wants a tryout, so maybe you go sign Cam Newton to be your your new QB1 Jets fans. Uh, in terms of guys that they lost and guys who they brought in, for guys that they lost, Nathan Shepard out, Sheldon Rankins out, Nate Herbig out, backup Mike White out, Braxton Berrios is out. Uh, nothing too, too notable. Uh, for guys who they brought in, Alan Lazard, Wes Schweitzer, and Greg Zerloin. Greg was already there. Greg the Leg was already there. But, yeah, nothing much. They running back the same team. They need health, like a lot of us do, but... The Rodgers move is a very short-term move for the Jets, which is fine by me. Give up whatever assets you go for that Super Bowl this year when you fall on your face. Uh, Have fun at the bottom next year again because that's what's coming with Aaron Rodgers. Okay, the next tier up is what I have, in my opinion, is the two best rosters in football. The only question I have with them is running, or not running back, quarterback. The only problem I have with these two teams is quarterback, and they're not even really problems, if we're being honest. I think highly, very highly of both of these teams, and we'll start off with my favorite team, the number one team in football, the Miami Dolphins. So this offseason, we went into it. We need a whole new defense. The offense is good. The offense is loaded. And yeah, we got a fucking defense. Uh, Hired Vic Fangio, one of the better defensive minds in the NFL. Brought in Jalen Ramsey, who he's worked with before. Um, Signed David Long over from the Titans. He is our new starting starting inside middle linebacker for, for us. Two starters immediately, and we also got Deshaun Elliott, who was the starting safety for the Lions last year. Him and Brandon Jones will be battling for snaps. Uh, So that defense now, I mean, we talk about the defensive line all the time. We got Bradley Chubb. We got Jalen Phillips on the other edge. We got Wilkins and Siler in the middle. We got Raekwon Davis backing them up. Uh, Andrew Van Ginkle, backup uh, outside linebacker we brought in Malik Reed who has worked with Fangio I think he had 16 sacks in two seasons uh, under Vic Fangio so he's now uh, brought in for us David Long Jerome Baker our inside linebackers Ramsey Xavier Howard as our corners we'll have Darth Cater Cater Kohu or Nick Needham in the slot um, and then, yeah, our safeties, Javon Holland, Deshaun Elliott, uh, Brandon Jones. It's a good fucking defense. And that offense on the other side didn't get any worse. We lost Mike Gusecki, who was invaluable with us, could not block, could not do what the scheme asked. It is fine. Uh, that offense is fully coming back. Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert. Hopefully we make one more addition to the running back room. Who knows? But... Right now, this is one of the better rosters in football, hands down. No one can argue me on that. People can be like, oh, well, Tua's not good. Tua's not going to play a whole season. He's hurt. Yeah, Tua's health is my only concern. It should be anybody's concern. Health is the only question I have with Tua. Tua is a very good quarterback when he starts. No doubt doubt in my mind. Very good quarterback. Um, 
Will he play a full season? Hopefully he does. If he does play a full season, everyone better watch out. And some people might say, oh, well, Tua's just a game manager. Honestly, whatever. If Tua's a game manager, I don't think he is. I think he's one of the better quarterbacks in this league. I think this year he will prove it. He already kind of proved it last year. Now he just needs to do it again to really silence all the haters. But he is a guy, if he is a game manager... This is a roster that a game manager can win with. It is a very good defense, hopefully. We need to see it. I believe in this defense a ton. The offense will roll again. I have a lot of faith in, I mean, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell can do what, the, do what they did last year. Tua just needs to be consistent. He can be consistent. And I think he's going to be great. This is a Dolphins team I am very, very, very excited about. I do have questions. I mean, I would like to add one more potential starter on the offensive line. Maybe Dalton Reisner. He's still out there because I don't want Liam Eikenberg starting at guard. Uh, We still need a starting tight end. I'm still really hoping my fingers. Darnell Washington gets to our second pick. I doubt it. A lot of Dolphins fans are looking at Sam Laporta out of Iowa. I also like that fit. Um, Foster Moreau is still a free agent. We still have some stuff stuff that we can fix, but no one can argue that this Dolphins team is not one of the best rosters on paper. Um, and the other team who, yeah, they can win with a game manager. They've proven they can go to a Super Bowl with a game manager. It's the 49ers. This is a 49ers team who they already have one of the best defenses. I think they got better. They added Javon Hargrave. Um... He is a stud, 11 sacks last year for Philly. He joins that defensive line with Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead. Uh, John Lynch is basically making up for trading DeForest Buckner and drafting Javon Kinlaw. Kinlaw did not pan out. He's still decent, uh, still young, still growing, but that move did not work out whatsoever. Um, Yeah, and I mean, they lost players in the secondary. I've had some technical issues Sort with them now, so I'm redoing this segment again. So let's go back to the San Francisco players. So yeah, they lost... Uh, okay, there we go. Yeah, they lost Mike McGlinchey. They need a right tackle still. Uh, Jimmy G, whatever, he's gone. Uh, Samson Ebukam, uh, Charles Aminihu, Jimmy Ward, Emmanuel Mosley, Aziz Elshire. They lost some guys. Nothing notable. I mean, their secondary is so replaceable. That front seven is so good. It does not matter. Uh, And then as for guys that they brought in, we have uh, Javon Hargrave's the big one. Jake Brendel, they re-sign. He is now their center for the next four years. Sam Darnold is, I guess, third-string quarterback. And Cleland Farrell, who, I mean, all this Niners defense does is... I should know the defensive line coach names name because he should be in line for a defensive coordinator position uh, probably next season but they signed Clayton Farrell who I think was the third overall pick back in the Mayock and Gruden Raiders era uh, turning 26 this year this is some guy who I'm assuming is going to have a career year it seems that's what the Niners do they get in these former first round talents and they rejuvenate their career so I'm hoping Clayton Farrell can do the same Uh, But yeah, quarterback. Quarterback with the Niners. Is it Trey Lance? Is it Brock Purdy? I'm leaning Trey Lance. I still believe in Trey Lance a lot. 
Um, I think he has the talent. He has not shown it yet. He has not played a full season of football since 2019. That should scare people, but um, yeah, it's Trey Lance or you're rocking with Brock Purdy who hurt his throwing elbow, needed surgery, didn't need the bad surgery that we all thought that he was going to get, but he won't be ready for training camp right away, so Trey Lance will have his shot to get that number one job. Um, If it's Trey Lance, I like it. If it's Brock Purdy, I like it. This is a very good offense. I mean, the offensive skill players, we all know them. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, CMC. They're all very, very, very good. You don't need much at the quarterback if you're the Niners. Um, Worst case scenario is Trey Lance, not the guy. Brock Purdy's elbow is still hurt, still bugging him. He won't be able to play. And week seven, we see Sam Darnold starting for the 49ers. That would be absolutely hilarious. Would love to see Cameron's face on that. But I think the Niners are, if I were to do power rankings, they would be my number one team right now. So that's how much I like the Niners. Okay, and the last tier, the final tier, the final frontier. Ha ha ha, bad jokes. Um, This is the can win on any given Sunday tier. This is the tier of guys with, I mean, whether the offenses are just killer. They can compete with any single offense in the NFL. They can score on any single defense. They can win versus anybody, any given day. Just depends on the day. Uh, And we'll start with the Buffalo Bills, a Bills team that um, actually made a few moves. They got Connor McGovern to come in, start at guard for them. Uh, They kept Jordan Poyer. And uh, they signed Damian Harris, who is going to be splitting touches with James Cook. I really like that tandem. Hopefully that means Josh Allen will not be the lead runner for the Bills, and they only really lost Tremaine Edmonds. I mean, they did only lose Tremaine Edmonds, who is a big loss. They still have Matt Milano, though. This is a good Bills team, a Bills team that got hit with health last year. I mean, Josh Allen wasn't healthy for most of the year. Um, Vaughn Miller tore his ACL. He's done. He's coming back, though. That'll be a big addition, but this Bills team will keep rolling. I think if they get a run game, which hopefully they do, Allen and Diggs or Allen and Diggs, they will be fantastic. Gabe Davis needs to take a leap. Uh, they did sign Trent Sherfield from Miami. I liked him a lot. He was our third wide receiver last year. He can block in the run game. So this is a good Bills team. I mean, Josh Allen is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He can do it all. Uh, just hopefully they don't need him to be Superman this year. But the Bills, they can beat anyone. Uh, Next team up, though, we will talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. And yeah, Cincinnati, their offense, I mean, one of the best in the NFL. We don't really need to talk much about it. I mean, Joe Burrow, I mean, Mixon has been on the hot seat, but he seems like that's cooled off so far. And then Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, uh, Tyler Boyd, they're good. And they arguably upgraded the offensive line. Uh, they got Orlando Brown to be their new left tackle, signing a four-year, $64 million deal. Uh, the Chiefs did offer him a contract that was like high 23 a year. He turned that down. Uh, he wants to play left tackle. He made that very clear. He only wants to play left tackle. He wants to carry on his father's legacy. Good for him. He got paid a shit ton less because of it. 
I don't know what that Chiefs deal if he was looking at left tackle. Either way, um, Orlando Brown over Jonah Williams. An upgrade. I think it's a slight upgrade. And now Jonah Williams wants to be traded. He does not want to play right tackle. That means do the Bengals wait for Lyle Collins to come back from his injury to play right tackle again? He also wasn't very good. Is it an improved offensive line? Sure. Did we think it was an improved offensive line last year? We did. I think it's probably about the same unit as last year. Not too different. But again, it doesn't really matter. The offense is going to roll for this team. That is never the question. Um, on defense, though. On defense, they lost both of their starting safeties. Yeah, let's go over who they lost. They lost Jesse Bates, Von Bell, Hayden Hurst, uh, Samaje Pirine, who went to Denver. I should have mentioned that probably. And yeah, those are some big names. And then they got Orlando Brown, they re-signed Jermaine Pratt, and they got Nick Scott off the Rams to be their new starting safety. This secondary for the Bengals is very iffy right now. That is my big concern, is the defense. Uh, Lou Anarumo as the defensive coordinator. I do believe in him. I do believe that he will get this team into tip-top shape. So I think the defense will be average. But again, this offense can score with anyone. And that's what matters. So we'll keep moving on. And we will go with the Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl champions. And really, I there's not much to really say about Kansas City. I am confident in any Kansas City roster that has Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid as the coach. Doesn't matter what else is around them. Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid are all that matters. That's obviously not true, but come on. Who are we kidding? Uh, Kansas City, they did lose a, a lot this year, though. Uh, Orlando Brown Jr., I mean, we just talked about them. He's gone. Juju is gone. Their other tackle, Andrew Wiley, he is gone. Juan Thornhill is gone. Colin Sanders is gone. Um, yeah, and for guys that Kansas City has brought in, Jawan Taylor. Jawan Taylor is their new left tackle. Uh, yes, left tackle. He has played right tackle his entire NFL career. He has only played two games at left tackle, and that was in his sophomore year in college at Florida. So we'll see how that transition goes. Um, asking a lot, and then they brought in Charles Minihu from the Niners. Uh, Mike Edwards uh, from Tampa to be their safety. is more of a box safety. Uh, Drew Tranquil to also be a linebacker for them. Didn't do much, but again, this Chiefs team does not need to do much. I think they're also in the Hopkins OBJ sweepstakes, I guess you should call them. So if they make, if they get one of them, then... I mean, it's already over for the rest of the league. The Chiefs are fucking good, but they don't need more help. Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid, who get a full offseason of Kadarius Toney. He's probably the number one wide receiver on that team right now. Uh, Sky Moore, hopefully he develops into something more. And as long as you have Travis Kelsey there, you're looking pretty good. But not much to really say about the Chiefs. They're the best team in football. Super Bowl champs. Uh, last team up, though. We have the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of people accept yeah, nah, nah. a lot of people expect the Eagles to fall off this year. I don't disagree. I think the Eagles 
will definitely fall off. I mean, they had a like historic team this year, one of the best offenses, one of the best defenses. That offense will remain the same, though. Um, O-line will still be great. I mean, Jordan Maialato, they lost Isaac Suomalo, but uh, what's-his-face will replace him. The guy that they drafted to Cam Jurgens. Cam Jurgens will play guard. Kelsey back at center. Landon Dickerson at the other guard spot. Lane Johnson, right tackle. Offensive line, still elite. Um, the weapons are still there. Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard, A.J. Brown. Uh, they brought in Rashad Penny to be the running back. And if you listen to last week's episode, you know I like Rashad Penny a lot. And sneaky fantasy pick. No one listened to this if you're in my leagues, but everybody who listens to this is in one of my fantasy leagues. So, oh well. I like Rashad Penny. The offense won't skip a beat. After what I saw from Jalen Hurts in that Super Bowl last year, I guess I guess this year, whatever. Um, he was absolutely phenomenal. He is arguably a top five quarterback in the league right now. Very, very good. The offense will still be good. The defense will have its problems because, I mean, if I pull up who Philly lost this offseason. All right, let's go. Javon Hargrave, gone. Andre Dillard, gone. Miles Sanders, gone. Isaac Suomalo, gone. TJ Edwards, gone. Marcus Epps, gone. Uh, Kaiser White, gone. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, gone. Uh, Gardner Minshew, gone. Everyone else doesn't really matter. Uh, so they lost a lot of guys. That defense is old, but it is still solid. They just need guys to come back. I don't know. Like, health is the big thing. They had so much depth last year, and that was so key for them. So if guys don't get hurt, this defense should still be okay. They also do have picks number 10 and 30. They can make a move if they want to. They might draft Bijan Robinson at 10 and just fucking go for it. Uh, I know Bijan Robinson also might get drafted by the Cowboys, so that might give the Eagles more uh, more leeway to go for it because you don't want him going to a division rival, but we'll see. Okay, I guess that does it. Those are the tiers. I will be posting a picture of that on Instagram. Uh, good episode. Good episode. Free agency is officially done, I guess. All the big moves have been made for the most part, but uh, next week I want to do a 2020 redraft. If you are listening to this still, you are one of the people who I probably want to have on as a guest. Please come on. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time. We can do it on a weekend. We can have drinks with it. It'll be good, but... Uh, Until next time, if you've enjoyed this, please like, share, retweet, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And until next time.